listening to the Dyslexia Mom Life Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Holcomb, and I'm going to share with you the 12 days of dyslexia this month. So this is in spirit of the 12 days of Christmas, and I, I just, I love December and I love Christmas. So I thought what a great way to share some more dyslexia tips and thoughts with you. And so we are going to, to go through the next 12 days and share with you how to navigate your journey of dyslexia with your child. So today, we're going to start off with the first day of dyslexia, day one. And day one, we're going to talk about shame and fear. So for some, well, for most of us, you may start off with finding out your child is dyslexic or that your child has what they call a specific learning disability with those characteristics of dyslexia. And when you find out about that, you may feel shame and you may feel fear around that that identification. And when you think about that shame, it could be that some of that shame is around the fact that maybe you believe that you're the dyslexic and you did not you know, know that, and so you weren't able to share that information or to maybe get a diagnosis or identification earlier. But your child is not broken. You are not broken. And so we need to be talking about how do we get past the shame of dyslexia and the shame of that your child is going to have a different educational experience than maybe your niece or your nephew or your neighbor's kid. And you know what, guys, that is okay, because when your child is out in the world as an adult, they also, their world is going to open up and look so much different. So shame is part of what you may be experiencing early on, and then you may also be experiencing um, you know, fear. You may be fearful that Your child's just not smart. You know, if they can't read, they can't be smart, right? Okay. If you know anything about your own children, they're amazing. The way dyslexics think, and if you're dyslexic, you you know this, um, is the dyslexic brain is just amazing and it's so different. Is, you know, are they going to struggle with learning how to read? Yeah, that's going to happen. And I'm sorry. I, I am. I wish I could take that away for you guys. But the other piece of that is, you, you're already seeing that your child is smart, okay? And, you know, what are the things that your child has passions about? What do they get excited about, okay? So part of the fear may be that your child is not going to be smart. But if you, you know, if you can consider what that term even means, um, are you defining smart as what our society defines smart? Or how are you defining smart anyway, So let's let that go and continue to work on what we need to work on, which is that remediation. But it is a valid feeling, right? Because you're having it and those fears are going to happen. You may also fear that your child will never learn to read. I know one of my guests even shared with us a couple of episodes ago that when she first got the diagnosis for her son, she feared that her son would never be able to fill out an application. I mean, how is he going to read the lines to know how to fill out an application? 
And so that may be a real fear that you have. You may be concerned that your child's in a school that is not providing the 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 phonics and the pieces that the child needs to be successful and you're struggling to figure out how to find the right tutor. And so you're in that limbo of, am I ever going to be able to help my child learn to read? You're going to have to be patient. Okay. This is not a sprint. I've told you this before. This is a marathon. So this first leg of it is going to be having that fear. Is she, is he ever going to learn to read? And the answer is they will. And you know how I know? Because you're here. You're listening, you're learning, you're caring, and you're loving. And you're creating a relationship that is strong with your child and you're not giving up on them. So it will happen. It will be slow at first. You will see progress. But I understand that fear. You may fear that your child will have experiences that you've had. If you were if you are dyslexic or if your partner is dyslexic and for many people they were not identified and so you may go through a period of oh well that makes sense you know that I've I've got to be dyslexic when you start learning about it right and so then you start worrying about your child are they going to have the same experiences i had in school are they going to feel like people are judging them am i going to feel like people are judging me is my child going to fit in these are all fears you may have And if you've not watched the movie Michael, M-I-C-A-L, it is on um, YouTube. And I have a link to it um, on my website as well. But if you've not watched Michael, M-I-C-A-L, and I actually had um, Mike Jones on one of the episodes talking about his film, you should go watch it, especially if you are not the parent that has dyslexia because it's very eye-opening how he felt and what he went through in school. And so if that's you, though, you have flashbacks to these things that happened to you and you're very fearful that that's going to happen to your child. And so, you know, that's, that's, you know, that's a valid concern and we can't always be everywhere with our child. So I just want to say that this first day of dyslexia, Shame and fear are part of the journey. It's part of what you're going to go through, unfortunately. And just be mindful that as you meet other people that are starting their journey, they are there. And so reassuring other people is also very helpful. So after you're past this part, you know, there will be people that will reach out to you and they may be too shameful to even share some things with you. So If you're comfortable, you don't have to start a podcast, right? But if you're comfortable sharing your story with someone else, and I've had some incredible people do that already, it really does, you know, mean the world to people. So, you know, that will really help others as well. I want you to have a great day. I want you to remember that you got this. And I'll be back tomorrow with another tip and for the second day of dyslexia. Thank you so much for listening today. You know what? The best way you can thank me I mean, it would really mean the world to me. It would be the ultimate compliment. If you would rate and review the podcast, I mean, when other moms go to look for podcasts, there's a lot out there. And if you're getting value from this podcast, share that. They would love to hear that from other moms to know if they want to give up their time to listen. 
The other way you could give me, you know, a virtual hug, which would be kind of cool, is that you could share this podcast. There's a place in your podcast app where you can share a podcast. So you could share an episode or you can share the whole podcast. And the way you would share it is there's usually a little link on there that you can click and it will let you choose. You can text it, you can email it, you can share the episode on social, however you want to do it. I mean, guys, that would just be the ultimate thank you. And I would so appreciate it because the more people that are listening, the more people that we can reach together, you know, just imagine what an impact we can make in 2020, what what we have left and going into 2021. So thanks again, and I will be back here tomorrow for the second day of dyslexia. Mm -hmm.